to glorify. Engage the seer realms. The morning of December 7th, 2020, I was awoken by a loud internal voice which very clearly spoke this statement. Donald Trump gripped the pen firmly and wrote three words, Wayho, Wayho, Wayho. Seeking further clarity, I inquired of the Lord in stillness, and he responded as sudden imagery flashed through my mind's eye. I first saw Donald Trump being crowned with a grin on his face, representative of his second term in office. On November 6th, I shared a prophetic dream where Trump's second term in office was decided by the Supreme Court, which had ruled a great number of Biden ballots fraudulent. I have linked to that video in the description. Today, December 9th, the Attorney General officially filed the Supreme Court challenge suing four battleground states. The second visual I saw involved Africans lined up to be vaccinated, which then shifted to Africans afflicted with great sickness, even among children. Unsure what WAHO meant, which is spelled W-A-H-O in all capitals, I did an online search, and the first result indicated this as the acronym for the West African Health Organization. This past June, the first vaccinations for the COVID-19 trial began in Africa, volunteers receiving injections. In scripture, two or three is the number of witness, and just as WAHO was written three times, I believe that during Donald Trump's second term in office, we will see him bearing witness against those responsible for the impending and disastrous effects of vaccinations in West Africa. Around this time, I dreamed of neighboring clans which regularly warred, resulting in significant bloodshed and death. Despite together forming a whole unit, each faction upheld their name with great pride. As the clans readied themselves for another battle, a clan member stood up in opposition of the needless bloodshed and rejected this cycle of death. He humbled himself, giving up his clan name and pledging to serve his fellow brethren as he modeled great compassion for their lives. This man was now separated from the clans and set apart in his own group, but still part of the whole. He transformed into something like an iron giant, collecting wisdom and scrolls far more powerful than any member of the warring clans. This dream is symbolic of the division within the body of Christ. Not only is this immediately evident in denominations warring over secondary issues, but it is evident of the divide between pro- and anti-vaccine believers. As Proverbs 6.19 tells us, God hates when a person sows discord. Those who go low in humility and seek to make peace and unity will be entrusted with power, wisdom, heavenly scrolls, and assignments that those unrepentant of infighting will not. In increasingly tumultuous times, it is imperative that the family of God bond together in unity, standing against evil. In 1 Corinthians 1.10, Paul writes, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. Unity does not always mean agreeing. I disagree with my wife and core choices, but I am still in unity with her. Deuteronomy 32.30 tells us one will chase a thousand, but two will put ten thousand to flight. Ecclesiastes 4.12 tells us a threefold cord is not quickly broken. John 17 tells us the world will know the church by our unity. In order to most effectively stand against increasing evils and persecution, the church must set aside secondary disagreements and unite as one in Christ. Ephesians 6.12 tells us our war is not against flesh and blood, and certainly not against our brethren, but against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Now for those like myself who refuse to be vaccinated and are praying against mandatory vaccinations, whether directly by law or indirectly by consequences, such as the ability to freely work, travel, attend recreational establishments and the like, as we saw the Health Minister of Canada announce this week, I was given another dream. In this dream, I observed a family trapped in a room stationed in another realm, held captive by a wicked man who was accompanied by evil creatures. 
This speaks to the demonic forces who rally behind and work through tyrannical governments who are asserting unlawful displays of power through anti-science lockdowns and the removal of basic freedoms. Though the daughter in this family remained completely silent throughout the duration of the dream, she was marked by praise, power, and wisdom. In her silence, representative of a sweeping governmental attempt to remove the voice of the people prophetically acted out through mandated masks, the daughter continued to pray in tongues internally. In the spirit, communication is often instant, thought-to-thought -thought transference and thus vocalizing prayer is not necessary to have an effect. Praying in tongues is to pray in the spirit, and thus we can confidently pray internally with great power and at great length. As she continued to pray in tongues, a buildup took place in the spirit until a tipping point was reached. After a certain time, breakthrough occurred and her spirit man suddenly manifested as a large and towering being who opened its mouth and released waves of energy towards her captor. At the release of this power, the atmosphere was obliterated, and all that remained outside of the family and their oppressors was an invisible cubic barrier which contained the wicked beings. The knowledgeable creature expressed his angst at what had occurred, stating that he did not know if they could withstand another blast, as they had not been tested with this much force before. I then saw the words, High Tongues, plastered across my vision. Be encouraged. In Psalm 37.25, King David writes, I have been young, and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread. As we righteously stand against unlawful lockdowns and restrictions, we must pray in the Spirit contending for the breakthrough. As we continually pray in tongues from our heavenly position in Christ, seated at the right hand of God, we begin to release tremendous power against oppressive, governmental evils. If we continue to do this and we do so in unity, we will see the preventing of great evils and the restoration of lost freedoms. For more on the power of praying in tongues and its effect in the spirit, I've linked a profound encounter in the description in which I found myself translated to hell, destroying a shaft of the abyss. Holy Spirit, to all those listening, I thank you for the release of the supernatural gift of tongues, for in Mark 16, 17, you say, and these signs will accompany those who believe. They will speak in new tongues.